Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Cass Henry. I'm on a mission to help women live their best and happiest life. In order to do that, I believe we need to live with a lot less clutter in our homes and in our minds. So if this is you and you're looking to learn the best tips for transforming all areas of your life, then you have come to the right place. Thanks so much for being here. Now, let's get started. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the Transform Your Life podcast. I hope you're doing well. Happy New Year, if I'm even able to say that as it's January 25th, and I think that no one is no longer saying it, but I'm going to say it anyways. So today I wanted to give you 10 tips on how to get organized in 2024, because let's be honest, getting organized is one of the most popular New Year's resolutions. If that has been on your list for the past year or several years, then today's episode is for you. Decluttering and organizing your home is easy to say, but it's easier said than done because many of us end up not at exactly doing it. So if that's you, then you've obviously come to this episode today for a reason. So my first tip for you is to start small. Because when you can focus on one area of your life at a time, such as your closet or your desk in your workspace, it's a lot easier to tackle that versus looking at your entire house and seeing everything that needs to be done. It's kind of like looking at a mountain that you're wanting to climb. You're not going to be staring up at the top the entire time. You'll take moments of looking up, but what you're going to do is you're just going to focus on taking one step at a time and focus on small goals at a time in order to actually get to the top. Because if that's all you did was look at the top, I think that would be pretty daunting and overwhelming. So if you were to start small, I would choose an area that you could get a quick win. Don't mistake in junk drawers for quick wins. Honestly, they take a while. They're going to they're gonna use up a lot of mental bandwidth and they're going to make it so that you don't really want to return to a decluttering session ever again. Anytime I'm in clients' homes and I open up a junk drawer, I tend to close it pretty quickly and say, we'll revisit that later. So if you have an area in your home that you realize has a lot of garbage accumulated, maybe empty boxes if you're someone who you know, hoard empty boxes for the purpose of maybe reselling it one day or if ever you move. Let's be honest, I think you can just get rid of that box now. Getting rid of garbage and dirty dishes, things like that is a very quick um, thing to do, starting small and then working your way up from there. Tip number two is declutter regularly. Get rid of anything that you don't need or use often. This is very easy to have a bin nearby in an in a area that you use often. Um, for me, that's my bedroom because I'm in there multiple times per day. So when I am trying on clothes and I realize, oh my gosh, I hate this shirt, instead of hanging it back in my closet or throwing it on the floor, I'm going to throw it into my donate bin. And I do this often. I go around the house and collect things that have just been sitting there, me knowing that I don't actually want it but it's just staying in the space so instead I now go and deliver it to the donate bin. Tip number three is to set yourself some goals. Determine what you want to achieve with your organization and set achievable goals. Looking at your office, let's say it's been cluttered for the past several years, looking at that room and saying I'm going to tackle this today and I'm going to get it done today 
that's not very realistic because there are steps that you have to take in order to reach your decluttering and organizing goals. The first step is to declutter and then the second step is to figure out what you need in order to organize the rest of the stuff. The third step is to actually go out and buy those items. And then the fourth step is to implement. Fifth is to add any labels that are required and maintain said system. So as you can imagine, decluttering isn't just the end all be all. Neither is organizing. Neither is just putting everything in cute organized bins. That's basically just a waste of time because you're not actually having you're not actually creating a solution you're just taking away a visible mess and hiding it in a bin or in a closet which in that case do you even need it anyways i don't think so <laughs> um tip number four is to make a schedule create a routine or schedule to help you stay on track so let's say your goal is to declutter once per week how long will that schedule how will the, how long will that appointment be with yourself are you going to do it for 30 minutes are you going to do it for a couple hours my recommendation is to do it once a week set a timer for 30, 30 minutes but then aim to be there for about 3 hours if you can extend the session after that then great but 3 hours is a pretty good amount of time if you're doing it on your own and to build that momentum, you're kind of like create, creating a, a just like a gym routine. When you go to the gym, when you start signing up for the gym, not everyone when they sign up right away plans to go every single day for multiple hours in the day. They start small, they create realistic goals, and they show up. The most important thing is to sh just to show up for yourself because at the end of the day, this is what you want for your space. And if you're having trouble committing to your goals, then you have to create a strong enough why as to why this is important for you. Number five is to get the right tools. Anytime you show up to a decluttering or organizing session, it's important to have empty garbage bags on hand. Having clear and black bags is good for differentiating between donation and garbage items, as well as empty boxes for hauling away heavier items such as books, magazines, kitchen items, so on. Investing in organization tools such as a planner is helpful as well, but I, I would honestly just stick to my phone if I were you, um, since we're always on it. Having labels is nice. You can honestly use painter's tape with a black sharpie marker if you want, or you can go big or go home and get a pretty label maker. This isn't super necessary, but if you do plan to go and organize your entire home, then why not splurge? They can be under $100, some are even a couple, uh, like maybe um, $20, $30 which isn't so bad just make sure that you don't get ones that are in alphabetical order because that's your brain is just like what are you trying to do to me make sure you get one that is just like a keyboard um, number six is to prioritize. Decide what's most important and focus on that first. Let's say you have been putting off creating program for your business um, because your office is a complete disaster and you've been really wanting to do that but Facing the clutter is super daunting and overwhelming, but you know that when you do it, then you're going to create an amazing program that's going to help a lot of people as well as help your bank account, then maybe I would start there. But if starting in a bigger area seems overwhelming, then start maybe even with your bathroom. Get rid of old makeup or old toiletries that you don't use anymore and be honest with yourself. If you don't wear a lot of makeup anymore, but you have decades of old makeup, please just do yourself a favor and get rid of it. Um, you won't regret this, okay? 
Number seven is to create a system. Create systems everywhere you go. Um, ones that work for you, not ones that you learn on Pinterest that work for everyone else. Um, and then stick to it because maintenance is everything. So when you're creating a system, what you'll ask yourself is where would I go to look for this when I plan to use it? If you're like, well, I don't know then maybe you don't actually need it because maybe you're not thinking about when you would actually use it. Hmm, that's something to think about. But this is a fundamental question to ask yourself anytime you are creating systems, ones that are easy to use, easy to maintain. Um, and again, labels are really important, especially if other people are using the systems, not just for retrieving and finding items, but for putting things back as well. Number eight, you can involve other people. So enlist help of family members, which isn't always the best idea because people tend to bump heads in those situations. You can also call on a friend. Um, anyone essentially who isn't going to judge you or make you feel shame or overwhelmed about your space, I'm sure you do that for yourself enough. There's no need to add that on there. Um, something to make it fun and organize, uh, fun and less overwhelming. You can also call on me, I can help you if you're in the Ottawa and surrounding area or I can help you virtually as well or find um, a professional organizer in your area if you're not um, in my neck of the woods and you don't want virtual. Because having an organizer will help you get your results 10x faster, I don't know actually the true number, but significantly faster. Um, clients always say that I've helped them complete a space that have taken them years because a lot of time we just spend time in our heads versus actually putting in the work. So involving others to help you is a really, really great idea and great time and financial investment. Number nine is to celebrate your progress. Yesterday I did a talk for these students at the University of Ottawa and I reminded them to celebrate their progress even if it's just bending and lifting up your hand and patting yourself on the back just like dogs love a good pat on their head. Us humans also love a good pat on our back and you can give it to yourself. You don't have to rely on other people to do that for you. So re reward yourself for achieving your organizing goals as you go. Not at the end because it could take a while, but as you go. Every single time you show up for a session, make sure that you say, you know what, good job. I do that every time I work out or complete a task that I didn't really want to do and it makes me feel good. It's just reminding myself that, you know, um, I deserve to be celebrated and I should do it for myself and not other people for me. Other people's celebrations of me is simply a bonus. Number 10 is to stay motivated. Remind yourself why you wanted to get organized in the first place and stay committed to your goals. Honestly, this year I really wanted to start working out and eating healthier, but I knew that if I didn't do some sort of challenge, then it wouldn't work, which is why I started the 75 hard challenge exactly 25 days ago and I have not failed once. So maybe finding a challenge such as this might be really helpful for you. Um, something that is non-negotiable. You have to show up every single day. There is certain criteria that you have to follow. Perhaps I'll even make you guys a version of 75 hard, but for your home. Essentially what 75 hard is, it's a free, it's a free thing that you can follow. Um, I bought the app. It was 10 bucks. Um, but it's this program has been absolutely life-changing for me. You do two workouts 
two 45 minute workouts every single day. One has to be outside. So even in those snowstorms that we've been getting in Ottawa, yeah, um, just, you le just learn how to dress warm. It's really teaching me how to prioritize my time, my body, my mind, um, and my goals. The second one is you have to follow a diet. Um, no cheap meals, no alcohol, no sugar, no processed foods. Um, you have to drink a gallon of water a day, read 10 pages of a personal development book, which I've been absolutely loving. And what's the other one? And you have to take a progress photo every single day. If you miss any of these, you have to restart. And there's no freaking way am I restarting, nor am I quitting, nor am I failing. So I'm making sure that I check all the boxes every single day. And that just reminds me that if that is something that you might like for your life, maybe not the 75 hard in terms of like the health side, but for your home, I think that would be a really amazing thing to do. Um, this challenge, the 75 hard challenge is free and millions of people around the world are doing it. It's just about what do you want to have? What kind of results do you want to have in your life? And what are you willing to do to get there? So I am willing to create a little criteria for you guys, um, maybe like five to seven things on there. Perhaps it's just decluttering one thing a day for 75 days. Who knows what it will be, but I will get that out to you guys sometime in February. How about that? I'm going to hold myself accountable to giving you a small challenge like that, because if you want lasting results, um, and you know that if you were to follow a challenge that you're that you're more likely to do it than amazing. I also will be relaunching my Clutter to Calm program sometime this year, but I want to do it so that it's mostly interactive, uh, so that we're doing it as a group versus on your own. I do have it set up so that you could follow the program on your own. I just haven't I haven't exactly marketed that or told really anyone about it, but it is just sitting in the background. It's a great program. It's going to help you declutter and organize all areas of your home. But my goal is to create a group dynamic this year. So stay um, open to that. If that's something that you're, you're interested in, send me a message and we can definitely chat about that. But my friends, I hope that following these 10 tips can help you get organized in 2024 because why not? Um, and I hope that they'll help you maintain a clutter-free and stress-free life because clutter in your home will create clutter in your mind and vice versa. If ever you're feeling overwhelmed and you don't really know why, you can start by looking around your home. And if your space is cluttered and disorganized, then perhaps you don't exactly need to call your therapist that day. Maybe you just need to clean your counters and clean your floor and get rid of some garbage. And if once you've done that and you're still feeling overwhelmed and stressed out, then perhaps ask for help elsewhere. But sometimes a lot of the time we can feel relieved just by cleaning up our space. Sometimes we think that having more makes us feel better. More is not good. More is it takes away from us less stuff equals better because then you have more time more energy more money more mental bandwidth and all of the things so with all of that said i hope that you start in one spot start with one small goal implement these tips and just get started essentially if you like today's episode please um screenshot it and add it to your social media and tag me at transformed spaces if you don't already please subscribe to the channel so that other people can find these oh so helpful tips on decluttering and organizing your life and until next time my friend thanks so much for being here and i'll see you in the next episode bye